0: to kick you off we can keep talking about that this is a, no it's weird as ever, a
1: very soft so
0: i make sure to never start on the on the actual full introduction no I feel like people no. come to expect us just randomly being like let's hit some buttons or whatever.
1: so keeping it 5150 episode 15
0: 15
1: been doing this for a while i know it's been two years it's been 16 weeks <laughs> taking one week off let's go to portland yeah <laughs> follow it uh, this is you, like the wire you have to read
0: <laughs> yeah it all connects um <laughs>
1: It's our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get into the uh, uh, the thing that we, we talked about uh, before we before we started this podcast. The um, well, the, the email. Not the
0: yeah, email, we got the uh, email. We got- finally, guys, <laughs> it's happened. We stopped talking about it because we just assumed that uh, a watch pot never boils, but we actually got an email. Yeah, uh, Probably because we've, we've tried to share this out a tiny bit more than we did previously. So maybe some people actually know it's a thing.
1: There was an organic level of sharing because um, I went out for a beer with your brother this week and talked about the podcast. So. Oh, really? <laughs> and
0: he was like, you guys have a podcast? Which is the honest reaction that everyone has yeah. when I'm like, yeah, i got to record a podcast. On Though he
1: is such. our target audience.
0: <laughs> so uh, there's some nepotism at work, but he he wrote us an email. Yeah, what, is well, his, what is his email? The,
1: the subject is soft opening. <laughs> and the body of the email says, that's one hell of a soft opening sent from my iPhone. So, <laughs> yeah. that's I
0: expected more.
1: <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. But thanks, Aaron. Like, By all means, get back to us again and let us know what you think this week.
0: <laughs> so, uh, that's an email. You guys see that? We, we read it. We read all of it. It was pretty easy because yeah. it was like. It's brief. Five words, <laughs> but ke- <laughs> not counting the sent from an iPhone uh, message. But get get at us. Also, leave a uh, leave a review. Yeah, leave a review on iTunes. We didn't review. We didn't read the one review that we. No, had. No,
1: the, the if you go there and review it, you will be able to see maybe why we uh we haven't read that one out.
0: So that's some housekeeping. Um, before we move on to our our feature segment, we wanted to talk about an article. Yeah, it's not an article. <laughs> article strong. Think piece, piece. Um, like airing of grievances. I would yeah, say. I, think like, I think that's what it was. It's like it's uh, online by... blog post that <laughs> somehow got picked up. Outside long of... tweet. Yeah. Was... So this dude, what's this dude's name?
1: Uh, I don't remember his name. It's like Dusty Hill or something. David Hall, and the the uh, uh, title of the his of his um, thought thesis is uh, "Metal is the fucking worst." So,
0: you know, deliberately inflammatory. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, Start, starting off guns blazing from a dude who is... Well, he, he's a, a,
1: a fan. I mean, like, he's, or I guess, maybe not anymore. But he was the director of the uh, Maryland Death Fest documentary. Documentaries?
0: Unclear from the article, and I didn't look him up. So. No,
1: also I didn't know that that was being documented
0: it also seems like he's done a bunch of metal like music videos and stuff so he's a dude who's well he just seems like a dude who like would be partial to metal yeah based off of his pedigree but wow. he was moved to write fifteen thousand words or whatever this is on <laughs> it's, uh it's...
1: It's longer than it needs to be, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, and it starts off, is there, I'm not going to read the whole thing, obviously, because...
1: Uh, is there any other genre of music that's so self-absorbed and desperate for validation, so pathetically obsessed with itself, so childish and image-conscious, so accepting of conformity and mediocrity as metal? No. No, there isn't. I would... Well, I, would I
0: mean, fuck you, David
1: Hall, obviously.
0: Well, yeah, I would... I, you could do that. this... You could it's... literally do this about every genre of music. Like, yes. that statement would... Like they, l-
1: they all have a sucky side. Every genre of music has fans that, yeah. that are terrible bands that are no good and an aspect of it that is just god-awful and you don't celebrate that and you don't spend a lot of time thinking yeah. about that until it becomes like a, a problem like racism exists in metal so you, you go focus on that but yeah you know you don't need to go through oh i didn't like this record by this band that whole scene is a mess yeah i mean and <laughs> I, would,
0: I mean i've always worked under the assumption that 10 percent of all music is amazing and the ever 90 percent is somewhere between mediocre and unlistenable that right sounds, and sounds that's resolved. every single genre. Like you should be able to go through every genre and really like boil it down to like oh this is actually good. So start out with that sentence is ridiculous.
1: I mean, we're not going to take the whole thing sentence by sentence cuz that would be forever. No, no but and this is
0: yeah this is going to be a lean 5 minutes but <laughs> When the point, done, done if we can boil this down, what is his point?
1: So he goes on, the first few paragraphs is just, oh, metal's dreadful. Metal is terrible. Metal is awful. And it's like, Jesus, fuck, why, why, why do you hate metal so much? Then he starts, starts talking about Black Sabbath and how good Black Sabbath were in 19, and, 1970.
0: And more than that, how he takes umbrage with the fact that they're defined as a proto-metal band because he's like, they birthed heavy metal with their first album right? as a complete like statement. And
1: Okay, you can... You... That's not wrong, but it is a blues album, so yeah, it's a bit like, wrong. <laughs> it's yeah, a blues uh, album yeah. with thunderstorms think... at the beginning. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I would say it's hot takeish, but fine. Okay, let's just assume that he's right with that. Pretty much what happens in this article, he says the date that metal began was the release of Black Sabbath's first album, yeah, and, and the the date that metal ended was when a specific very popular album came out, and. That was a rap for a whole genre of yeah. music that has a lot of desperate subgenres in it. Like, he's so, like that's a rap. We'll, we'll
1: be specific. He doesn't like um, Death Heaven yes. and the record Sunbather, which we talked about before, and you, you think it's a little overrated.
0: I think it's totally overrated. I, I, I
1: kind of liked it, but it was like, oh, this, I haven't heard this kind of thing before. It's pretty good.
0: And, he, and his point is, people who don't like metal like this album, and those people want to hear more bands that sound similar, right. either organically, i.e bands that like death heaven yeah it's, you
1: actually had some examples of that like there's a isn't there a local one called like ravenna woods yeah woods of desolation, woods of desolation not of, uh, woods. that's an indie band
0: <laughs> yeah woods of desolation out of Austria. there's actually a bunch of bands that like don't sound exactly like that but it's right he's calling it black age which i've never heard that term before but generally depressive black metal is a thing i've heard there's a, so many dumb genres. i mean
1: i don't know if he genuinely believes this or he's just writing for um you know, effect. Like, yeah, but it's
0: very—it's silly and it's annoying and it's—it's it's weird. Look, this is there's a there's a uh, a giant amount of old man yells at clouds to this. Right? Absolutely, like, yeah. I'm reading all. This is a lot of arm armchair psychology because this could be just like bullshit spirit of wrestling posturing. But what <laughs> it reads like is a guy who has lost touch with the fact that no one is born cool, and the entryway to a scene is never like I just found scum on cassette and started listening to it. It's it was, like
1: it was just in the woods and if
0: it's like, oh, I liked Motley Crue and then I heard about Metallica and then I got into technical death metal, but they didn't start out being like into technical death metal They're No, like, no one goes,
1: oh the first Goguts record. I, yeah. <laughs> I heard that on the radio.
0: So it's like you're inherently at some point uncool. If Sunbaver the album that this dude thinks like murdered metal gets a bunch of people who thought they didn't like metal but like this and then they start listening to weirder metal stuff is that a win isn't it's, that it's, like a that good sounds thing? pretty good to me
1: oh there's going to be guys with the wrong length of hair at shows oh, that's like it's hard to get worked up about that if yeah you're 15 yes it is easy to get worked up about that but
0: yeah this man. dude's not 15 <laughs> <laughs> he's our age i right? mean He's he's, he's citing
1: know. he's citing stuff that happened before I got into music so I think he's older than I am.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is 15. The photo he looked older than 15. I'm just saying that like with the amount of high quality releases that are being released in the metal genre right I, now,
1: I can't keep up with them. So the scene is far from dead. Like there's more good music. There's more good music coming out each week than I can listen to. So I don't know what this guy's fucking problem yeah. could possibly well, be. Well, in
0: his in his point is bands now are trying to sound like Death Haven.
1: Not, not, not all of them. Some are.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, not the ones I listen to. So listen to those bands. Like, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Like you're not. I can't. The, you the know, latest
1: One Direction album is just a straight rip up of somebody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no. The, the uh, vocals.
0: Like, the mic is not even in the same room as the vocalist. It's like,
1: t- two counties away. Like,
0: so I think we should move on. But before we get to our feature segment. I should read an ad from some of our Croatian sponsors as a podcast listener you're busy you get up early to listen to pods on your way to work and you get home late exhausted angry and starving there's not time to hunt skin and cook the animals you want to eat how are you supposed to go on Enter Meat Apron, the all-meat delivery service that's live and online on the internet. You sign up and they send you meat. Here's some of the dishes that went out last week. Chicken fried bacon, bacon stuffed chicken, chicken stuffed bacon. Unlike other so-called meal delivery services, there's no weekly commitment. An all-meat diet means you're a high-risk customer who lives moment to moment. Sign up now we'll put 10% of your money you spend towards the angioplasty you're going to need. You are really going to need that. Meat apron, the Cadillac of meat. That's right. We're back. We got alcohol. We're gonna talk about something
1: again. You brought uh, alcohol for us, so, yeah. so we can uh, properly enjoy the beautiful sunny day that we're spending locked inside. But you got this because uh calls itself.
0: It calls itself chrome (laughs) satan. It's the beer that, that pairs the best with our featured segment. Is black metal. The funniest genre of music. (laughs) Uh, Full disclosure, because we like to peel the curtain back.
1: I like there to be no curtain.
0: You do. I like it to be some curtain, but we really like to keep you guys in on the process. In in case you ever start your own death metal podcast. Yeah, exactly. But,
1: you know, stay out of the 206. That's our area.
0: Yeah, no shit. We might have to write an angry rant about how (laughs) metal podcast died on the specific date that your podcast started. How small is
1: your world (laughs) that it's threatened by, like, fucking an album you don't like coming?
0: Albums come out that I don't like.
1: Every day. Yeah. Uh, I I survived Blaze Bailey being an Iron Maiden. Fuck
0: you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the moment metal died for you. Guess what? Came back. So this podcast topic, we actually recorded a full podcast about this. And and edited it. This was the very first podcast we had ever recorded. There's some technical problems with it that made it so... Yeah, it it was all
1: echoey. Um, We
0: decided that uh, if something wasn't up to snuff, technical issues wasn't funny enough, we would just not release it. We weren't going to release garbage. No, we're we're a high quality act. We're the opposite of Metallica. We just don't release garbage. <laughs> it just wasn't great. And uh and we're we, we needed a topic. Yeah. So I said, hey, let's recycle that topic. <laughs> because I mean, look, guys, it every, it's every week. Yeah. Every like the trains you, left the station and slowly chugs towards that release date. And you need we need content every you, week. You get
1: through one, you leave.
0: Good. Oh fuck, another one. I gotta think of another one in a week. It's a nightmare. Yeah. So I encourage anyone who wants to start a metal podcast, just don't do it. <laughs> Absolutely don't. We'll, we got it.
1: Take it from here. Yeah. Email us what you'd like, <laughs> like to hear on your metal podcast. Yeah, we'll but
0: we have a topic for today. Again, it's, it's never in a Caterian series. We need to know what the funniest genre of music is. And by need to know, I mean talk about it, not come to a conclusion. Yes.
1: This This is not s- serial. Actually, it is cereal. It's Actually, cereal. it is. It's, it's exactly like the first it season.
0: <laughs> it's like the first season. Anyway, before
1: we get into the, the black metal <laughs> stuff, we should probably crack open these uh, these, <laughs> these Hail Satan lagers. It's a copper lager, which... Uh,
0: I can taste it. It's like someone took a lager and threw a penny in it, which is what I yeah. like. <laughs> um,
1: it might be referring to the color, but I think there is, there is definitely a...
0: <laughs> this is really like the Diet Coke of, uh, <laughs> can of lagers. It's, it's very coppery. Yeah. I think someone spit blood in this earlier. But um, it's
1: healthy. I think a cop is one of the, the elements that you need. Is
0: there a possibility that this is like, you know, in the Golden Child and they're trying to feed the no, kid blood no, I don't. in oatmeal? <laughs> Absolutely people, not. People... I know I don't know that. <laughs> Stop know talking, about talking about, about. that. Is,
1: is that is that the same as Big Trouble in Little China? Not seen that either. We have a similar <laughs> painted uh, like poster.
0: Because every movie in the 80s had a yeah. painted poster. Like, what do you like...
1: I think we may have drifted.
0: <laughs> yeah. Before By we, we, I mean... I have dragged us onto a topic about paintings. So, get at us. Girl, I can make you feel okay. Let us know. What's your favorite 80s painting? <laughs> movie poster. Your favorite
1: 80s painting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Rothko.
0: Yeah. I'm a fan of Nagel. I like Nagel <laughs> prints.
1: He's the Duran Duran guy, right?
0: He's the reason that Robert Palmer made those videos, pretty much. <laughs> He's like, I want that but in life.
1: Oh, man. It would have been great to be <laughs> successful in the 80s.
0: It seemed like one of the best times to be successful. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Every time was a good time to be <laughs> successful. I don't know why I'm like splitting hairs on being rich. So, Also, Nagel sounds like it could be a black metal band. Yeah, which it I was like. like
1: two A's and one of them had them. Just one of them, had them lets over them.
0: One of them looked like a tree and the other one had an umlaut over it. <laughs> Guys, tighten up your logos. <laughs> so, black
1: metal. Well, should we talk about, like, basically what we talked about in the previous episode? Where we, we
0: Let's structure it a little bit. Because there might be someone who listens to this podcast who, much like the innocent lamb who stumbles <laughs> on the sunbaver, who might not know what black metal is. So how would you describe black metal to someone who has no idea what? Okay,
1: you might think it's going to be like really, really heavy and extreme, given the title, and it is extreme, but it's not that heavy. It doesn't really sound like um, Master of Puppets. That's that, like yeah. that, kind, that kind of weight to it. it. Doesn't sound like Sleep. This stuff is more uh, the heaviest, the, the most sort of extreme part is is the drums, which are intense, like, yeah. like white noise, uh, blast beats, like yeah, so fast, uh, as fast as you can play drums. And then the guitars seem to be. Uh, I think you described it as minor chords being like tremolo picked really quickly yeah but...
0: with a tone reminiscent of a swarm of bees yeah but it's the sum of its parts because then you what we failed to mention is the goblin-esque oh. vocals oh yeah that... i haven't got to that yeah
1: <laughs> also we haven't mentioned the bass because there's no fucking bass like there the... literally records we could we could have without bass and then when you see it live you can't
0: fucking hear the bass yeah <laughs> so,
1: like if you thought i'm just this brawl has no bass and it it really doesn't Black yeah metal, but i feel like a lot so... of
0: old school blackmail guys are like still too much bass on this album <laughs> i could still hear too much new dead. this is way too they, they were
1: saying it in norwegian while they burn churches the
0: whole thing is a concoction to be off-putting yeah that's what extreme means to those in early sense, albums yeah. right yeah right like not extreme the way like cannibal corpse is a certain type of extreme yeah right? yeah. like so you might you might be saying to yourself paul and steven if this is just badly recorded music with goblin vocals, <laughs> w- why would this be the funniest genre of music?
1: Well, that, that question doesn't make any sense. Like, of, of course that's the funniest genre of music. If you're gonna do yes,
0: like, listen to the way we described that. On paper, it is hilarious.
1: I'd say, read your question back. But also, <laughs> but...
0: I would say because while the form of traditional black metal. Just so ridiculous on the outset that it, it brings a smile to my face when I hear it. Yeah. They've really padded out the rest of the aesthetic in a <laughs> hilarious way.
1: So, you know how KISS wear makeup? Well, <laughs> imagine if they were like really fucking weird makeup, like really yeah. either, either badly applied or super or um well applied right, like, like really like into into horror it. levels of like like i we, we okay the show's at 10 o'clock i gotta get in, in into the chair at 2 p.m for makeup
0: kiss is a good is a good comparison i would i would love to see someone make the black metal kiss because I, I feel like you could do the four members of kiss yeah paul used the star child just make that a pentagram like make yeah. that a real evil pentagram <laughs> with some drips and stuff right yeah
1: just take take the um uh, the glitter off ace and just replace it with black
0: makeup instead. Like yeah. Gene Simmons, like that Gene Solid. Simmons is a no brainer. Like, you <laughs> don't, don't even really it. need to change it. The hardest is Peter Chris or Eric Carr, the, the, the cat, cat, and the, and the, was it the, the no, fox. The fox, oh Jesus. Yeah, they're um, not scary
1: animals. Goats. Goats are good. They're, they're kind of like the, the goat.
0: Yeah, they should really have made him the goat. Yeah. That's the thing we also haven't talked about. Um, love of Satan is a prime component. Yes. Yeah. Chrome Satan, my coppery beer that I'm drinking. Okay, right. We're not
1: going to talk about. I looked this up on Wikipedia. They unblack metal. Have you heard that that term? The unblack is uh, <laughs> it's the, it, the music's the same, but it's uh, instead of embracing Satan, they embrace. Christian values. Okay, uh, and are gonna like, um pagan stuff. Like it's because the, the black metal is also not just strictly Satan. It's sometimes just like anti-religion.
0: No, it started out as as like being satanic, and people have kind of run with that and made it their own, and it's gotten weird
1: because it it, it kind of kicked off around um, the 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 proto stuff for this was the second Venom album, Black Metal. Yeah, and, like and Venom, Venom. Are basically. Kind of motorhead, but yeah. Um uh, Sometimes they sing about Satan. Sometimes they sing about fucking their teachers.
0: Sometimes it's just about angel dust. And all, yeah, there's that. There's uh, no no mercy era Slayer. Yeah. When Slayer was a little more about like they, they Satan used to shit like Satan and Merciful Fate and King Diamond. Obviously, yeah. not only. An early adopter of Corpse Paint. <laughs> he probably is the reason why they wear Corpse Paint, to be quite honest, because King Diamond was, like, rocking that shit in the fucking 70s for no it's reason. just him and the band as well, right? Just like, him. The, 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 the band guys... was uninterested in doing <laughs> all that. Hell. Again, let Again, let's talk about why it's hilarious. The back of uh, Melissa, that album by Merciful Fate. I right. always tell the story, but I'm going to tell it again. Because there's individual shots of the band members, and the four band members... They're just like normal metal camera K- guys. riding guys. Yeah, like 1980s metal guys. There's like some mustaches, Den- it's long hair. They're wearing fucking satin jackets and shit. <laughs> and then, and then the King Diamond, his photo. He's in a dungeon holding a candelabra, wearing like a leather vest and a fucking like corpse paint, and he looks like a hella spooky. And I feel like Mayhem and stuff. They must have saw that. And they're like, yes,
1: yes, on on King Diamond, not on the other guys. they yeah, like- yeah,
0: yeah, they were. <laughs> As far as I know, not wearing satin jackets, but they were certainly taking a long time to do their makeup.
1: And objectively, it's funny that you would do that. That's it's, it, it's not scary. It's weird that you've done that, and it's it's supposed yeah. to be scary, and that makes it funny.
0: Well, because it's, it's hard. It's hard for King Diamond to be scary when you can tell that he's got a mustache, <laughs> and he did the coarse paint over the mustache like he's fucking the. Caesar Romero from like Batman sixty six automatically like hilarious. Yeah, people are like, look how look how evil and grim we are. <laughs> we really that looks uncomfortable, man. Like, yeah, that looks like that looks like a lot of work. Like, I'm pretty lazy. That looks like a ton of work. Kind of continuing in that direction, the aesthetic of the photos and publicity images for the Whoa. bands are pretty funny. Because most of them have to do with like going to like a state park when it's foggy. Yeah, they, with, they like, don't want to
1: be seen, even though they put a lot of effort into getting. <laughs> they want to be right.
0: sort of seen anyone to show off their mace collection and so you yeah. gotta get a mace there might be some like gloves with ch- nails in them chainmail vests it is really close to what a like a live action role player would wear like there's it a larp all, connection escape
1: from dungeons and dragons
0: yeah um, like i have rolled a four <laughs>
1: yeah the the, the the unfortunate and less funny part is all the murders
0: the norwegian black metal scene the scene that like coined what we think of as black metal those dudes, they really put their money where their mouth is on like a lot of the stuff because they're like, "We really don't like religion. How can we show that? Let's burn a bunch of churches." Like they were like super into it, and then
1: and this isn't like like a 1970s American church. No, these like, these went about thousands of years. Like they were, I'm not into religion, but fucking architecture at least. Come on, that's yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. an old church. You know, at
0: a certain point, like historical sites do mean something. Like yeah. I used to live in a neighborhood that had a. a a Denny's that was built in, like, the 50s. <laughs> they were going to tear it down and put condos up, and people were like, no, it's a historic site. And I was like, yeah, it is. That was a fucking Denny's. <laughs> that had been around for, like, 40 years. Yeah. This was like a but, like, fucking church that was, like... <laughs> Thousand years old. If
1: Simon Burzum from Burzum, don't know his name, would <laughs> no, wander, wander into name. Ballard, you know, he just casually throws cigarettes at it, so, that Denny's until it burnt down if it had a religious overtone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They hate religion. There, they, they hate Moons Over Miami.
0: There's one component of the aesthetic that we haven't fully talked about, which is album artwork. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk about some album artwork and logos because I feel like. There's two schools of thought in black metal for album artwork, (laughs) and they're both hilarious. So one is, let's take a photo of a guy, like a very King Diamond-esque dude, maybe with a candelabra.
1: Or or outside in the snow, in the woods.
0: And then, like, photocopy it, like, a hundred times. Slap a logo on it. Yeah.
1: Like, really lo-fi.
0: Looks awesome. Just a screaming guy in makeup. Presumably. Presumably. (laughs) Possibly. So you have that, and the other is, like, they, they scoured Ansel Adams' photography for the <laughs> cl- cloudiest, foggiest day on the mountain. And, like...
1: that's uh, it's just a picture of that mountain. They
0: just want you to feel it. Like, yeah. look at this frozen lake. It's like, man, this is going to be so atmospheric. There's ghost, so much atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Give you the sound of, like, when you're walking through the woods. And you think you might be chased by a ghost, <laughs> but it also could just be a loose dog. So, uh, field recording? <laughs> is, this- <laughs> is that what we're doing? Like... <laughs> Yeah, but it's recorded in a
1: Spooky Woods in Norway at night. I'll, okay, fine.
0: Okay, I mean, I'm gonna buy it, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have my money, I'm just saying. Oh, that's just funny. That's just,
1: it, the, like... It is, and I think, as you pointed out before, the, the candelabra dude with a mace, that's gonna be some more blast beaty kind of, like, ex- mayhemy blackmail. Yeah. And the, the picture of the lake is gonna be the more spooky, ethereal, drumless...
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some exceptions. More, but yeah, yeah, like for the most part but you can it's kinda more t- like,
1: oh, this sounds like an Icelandic instrumental band. I'm I'm not sure if this is actually extreme. Or, or sometimes you're
0: like, this this sounds like it could be like a Bjork track. Like how do we yeah. get to this? <laughs> like there's a dude who I think was in like a more traditional black metal band, but uh this dude Mortis, He has committed with prosthetics and like,
1: instead of signing your records, does he grant you wishes? He's like
0: fucking like, all the videos are him just kicking it in, like, an old dilapidated barn looking all creepy with, like, the fucking goblin nose and dreads and <laughs> stuff. And I was like, you have to check out this <laughs> shit. And I was like, Mortise, you were like, I can't remember that. But no. I remember that you described it as Black Metal Goblin. Yep. And that's, just-
1: that's, if you Google that.
0: It, it comes up exactly you...
1: I think if you even Bing or Yahoo maps it it'll,
0: it'll, it'll, <laughs> <laughs> it'll show up if Yahoo maps will give you the location of an abbey that you can find that guy cowering <laughs> in but his music is like dance music it's like straight up electronic yeah like it's new age guitars in it and no, it's, it's, uh, it's pre-programmed drums and stuff so still black metal still counts yeah it's a wide church <laughs> it's a wide burning church <laughs> <laughs> so they I, sometimes it feels like the thing that's the most labored over with a black metal band is oh, the, the logo. It's the logo. Yeah. It's not enough. You have to have a spooky name or a name. Generally it's one word that's just fucking evocative, you know what I mean? Or
1: very hard to pronounce. Like if it was just literally typed out in Helvetica, you would look at it and go, I don't know how that cluster of letters is pronounced. Yeah.
0: So there's that where it's like I yeah, there's other ones that are just like Emperor. Yeah. Dark throne. Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mayhem or whatever. You're like, I got it, I got it, that's cool. But Mayhem doesn't count because Mayhem's logo is actually very readable. Like, you could totally tell what Mayhem... I mean, there's a bunch of, like... There's a lot of, like... You
1: have to think a little, but not not super hard. No,
0: not super much. And they, like, they certainly, like... They're not going to let just Mayhem sit there. they got to put, like, a bunch of, like, fucking upside-down crosses and shit <laughs> into it. Like, bat wings. Like, like they're not going to... You know gonna... how
1: Metallica have a, have a big M and a big A, and that's pretty much it? Mayhem have a, a, a big M and another big M at the end. I think a giant H in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I think and the Y's kind of
0: like yeah, and a bug like a bats. Uh, I think <laughs> there might be a belfry and a Halloween of... <laughs> pumpkins. I don't know. Where it's gone to now is it? Legitimately, looks like people just sort of like Jackson Pollock some paint onto something and let it run down. And you're like, I. It looks like
1: they've ca- gathered up all the sticks and they're taking a photo of some sticks and go. <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> yeah, that's our logo. Oh, you know what that? Oh, what? Wait, what does that say? It says Hell Crossing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe that looks like an S. I- I'm on board. Let's do this. <laughs> Come on, Hellcrossing. Hey, well, the best, the best, uh, the best thing is when you see like a black metal like bill or festival. <laughs> uh, under every single logo, they're like, "Oh, by the way, yeah, this one's Stag Beetle, <laughs> and this one's Hellcrossing, and and this one's called Inquisitor." <laughs> they have to do that because otherwise, you're like, "I'm really interested in see the one that looks like zigzag lines." Oh, really? I'm in the one that looks like dead leaves. The dead leaf one is the one that I'm super excited for. Yeah, it's intentionally
1: difficult. So,
0: oh, it know. is. It is a hundred percent like they do not like they. There is no intention that you know what it actually says. So I don't know why this guy's so upset with all the posers getting into blackmail. <laughs> you really, you
1: if you just at the show, you're really committed. Come on, <laughs> like, yeah, you were able to decipher you either... where the show is because sometimes they use that font for everything. <laughs>
0: We went on a field trip to really test this whole funniest genre of music thing. We saw a black metal show, not that recently now. But no, it was, it, was, it was
1: a while ago, but I think I can remember. Yeah, Mayhem, uh, op- and then the opening acts were Inquisition. or oh, m- more about Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> black Anvil. Um, brilliant, but not really a black metal band specifically. No, they had a
0: very specific look, though, which I appreciate. I feel like people who are... In black metal bands, they're not just going to roll up in whatever t-shirt that they're wearing. They're going to, like, really, like, apply an aesthetic to it. Uh, Black Anvil definitely did Black Anvil went with, what if we were extras on Sons of Anarchy? like they have
1: leather vests possibly over no shirts i can't remember if they were let's say they weren't yeah no the drummer came out and you dotty
0: had a shirt on but it was just the tattoo yeah like he's just covered <laughs> a in... black shirt tattooed over him <laughs> yeah he had he had a fucking the tag on the back and he had like a little alligator on his chest because <laughs>
1: he's preppy was a preppy <laughs> yes. black metal dude he wanted
0: people to think that he was wearing a fine polo shirt from whatever brand has the alligator <laughs> on the polo shirt. <laughs> I don't wear polo shirts. Full disclosure. Like...
1: No, <laughs> we currently sat here in khakis and polo shirts. Yeah,
0: <laughs> tucked <Dude>. in. Um, <laughs> After this, we're gonna play golf in Bellevue. In we're Bellevue. gonna play water polo, and then <laughs> I don't know, like um... yeah,
1: they had um the the leather leather vests, uh, no shirt, and yeah, um, um... and then they had slipshod applied makeup just slapped like yeah they threw it at each other and then ran on stage
0: yeah you know you know how we were just talking about how like some of these like behemoth needs to get into the makeup chair early these guys were driving in the van on the way over along a bumpy i-5 and we're like
1: this is like soldiers applying camouflage (laughs) to their faces
0: (laughs) this is like there was two slip and slides one had white makeup and one had black makeup and they just sort of <laughs> rolled through them and they were yeah. like good enough <laughs> like
1: <laughs> like some some guys would be like hold, i have to hold still while, while i have my makeup they were like Wee!
0: <laughs> the, the point is they applied a rigid aesthetic to it without the perfectionism of some of the bands because
1: they were like a grimy little band that, that is not Hugely successful, and he's driving around in vans all the time, and he's constantly, presumably, constantly on tour, and is, is like a working band. And if you're going to apply makeup, and you don't have, you're playing the kind of place, basic, literally, the kind of places that we play. And there's no fucking green room or, or like backstage area in which you yeah. can do this. You have to show up out of your van and get on and do it.
0: Yeah, see the podcast where I just I talked about uh, Ice Princess. Oh how yeah, it ruined exactly. the illusion when uh, I did. I couldn't believe they were actually an Ice Princess and. <laughs> Whatever weird bunks because I saw them change, yeah, right in front, in front of, of like, the I, stage, yeah, they didn't I, even go outside, yeah,
1: but anyway, yeah, Black Anvil found a very efficient way of uh, playing their awesome aesthetic while also being a, a touring band.
0: But it was, but it gave you the complete package, like, yeah. like when you watch them, you're like, sh- like they put on a show, not as much as Inquisition, problematic no. black metal band, they're a two piece,
1: yeah, drummer and guitar, guitar vocalist, gnome.
0: Yeah, and they had very, very intricate face paint. At least the guitar player had he did, super, yeah. like, really thin, like, super thin lines. Like, the brushwork was immaculate. Also, he played, like, a 45-minute show, and it never, like, the sweat... Either he didn't sweat, or, uh, you or, know, or it's, like, tattooed on, <laughs> or... Looked like it was applied so heavily. You know when you watch uh, The Great British Baking Show, and sure, they put yeah. the fondant over a cake, where it's just, like, the, like... Like pre-made frosting that's yes. in one sheet. That was kind of his face, but with like <laughs> really real, finely drawn, finely drawn upside-down crosses or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, actually,
1: his expression—and I said this last time—made him look surprised all the time. He was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, I when saw he, a demon! <laughs> like when he looked down at his hands, he was like, "I can't believe my hands are doing this."
0: <laughs> I couldn't believe his hands were doing that either. Also, they had the, the stage was. Pretty open because it was just him and a drummer.
1: Yeah, and they had mics to the far left and the far right. Nothing in the center. And he
0: would just walk between them. <laughs> it was the it was the best. It, honestly,
1: more bands should do exactly that move. It was it,
0: fucking hilarious. It was. It
1: was really. Also, when he started singing, His, it, yeah, he the um. I've only ever heard it in in that show, and then the Tuvin throat singers who can sing two notes at the same time yeah. or two tones at the same time,
0: and it's it's impressive, but it's weird and hilarious. And the whole time like they're not speaking but he's not speaking between songs. And so he's like the only time you hear him he's he's croaking and throat singing in a way that's supposed to really like underscore how like spooky this whole thing is. Yeah, right. Some, some evil shit going there's there. evil, evil stuff. Until they got towards the end of the set and they wanted to call out something from the first album. Yeah, So all, all, those all in- the Inquisition fans. All those Inquisition heads in the audience. The whole time he's just like like <laughs> Yeah. And then he gets up on the mic. He's like, "Hey, everybody, this is an old one from 2001. It's called <laughs> or whatever." Dude, yeah. I just don't
1: do that. Don't like, talk. Don't talk. In the, if it you're gonna talk, it.
0: talk like you sing. Like, just make it an unintelligible. Like, you know, just it, make me believe that like you drank acid as a child and that's just how you talk. It's yeah, like, you know, you,
1: you need that sheen of uh, you can't break the fourth wall. Like yeah, it's it's y- it's, a, it's stuff that's happening, and you're not part of it. You're just watching it. There's no. It's not like a punk rock show where there's stage diving and shit like that. It is the opposite of that.
0: You know, you watch punk rock or indie rock, and you're like, I could do that. Yeah. And the idea of of black metal is not supposed to be like, yeah, I could do that. It's supposed to be like, I'm really freaked <laughs> out right now. It's, it's. They might raise a demon, like you know, <laughs> it's like supposed to be like a horror movie.
1: Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're... You don't aspire to be the characters in
0: the horror movie. Yeah. The band that had that figured out that night. Yeah, was mayhem. I mean, they're old hats at it. They're they're the one of the premier. Yeah, they're listed as
1: when you when you go to the definitive Wikipedia article about blackmail. Don't know if it's accurate because I
0: don't know that much about
1: blackmail. But it talks about the very very early acts, and then it says okay, and then in the in the eighties it was kind of defined
0: by mayhem, who uh, come out dressed like 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 sun like full robes, like tattered robes. from
1: touring presumably from, like, to, from, from <laughs> not from fighting the... demons from actually from doing this in the London Astoria and then,
0: but... yeah like the first thing they do is they turn off all the front lights so they're backlit there's all the smoke in the world and then they come out so they're just oh more un... than that
1: they, have, they had candles on stage and then they had
0: in front of the drummer they just had a straight up altar two candles two candles <laughs> not a lot of candles
1: like one candle would have looked oh yeah that's kind of intentional two looks like we want to put forty candles. Oh, we can have two candles. All right, two candles. Yeah, I yeah, think I, I can see a fire marshal. Uh,
0: uh, I'm going to steal your joke for the time we <laughs> record, which is like it's enough to be a fire hazard, but not enough to look cool. Like it's right, just like right. it's just like a ra- yeah. so it's like two tall ass candles, <laughs> like a skull pre- precariously and like, balanced on yeah, an altar, like, and like a skull, like a human skull. Yeah, presumably. I mean, not real, but, you know, like a replica. Yeah, you know, a, a Shakespeare skill. Yeah. yeah. And this is just on, like, an end table that they picked <laughs> up at fucking Ikea or whatever. And it's well, yeah. And this is on there. And also, they doubled down on banners. It, they were all over the stage. Yeah. Every and place they, cleared, the, they cleared the stage as well. They didn't have amps
1: on stage. No. They were up, way off to the side to give them more room to be evil. Like, I they guess... Have,
0: Banner to put five more banners up.
1: <laughs> you can't have amps on stage if you're summoning a demon. Amps scare away demons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how they how they got that um, demon out of the kid in The Exorcist to bring on a JCM-900 and dime it, and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Demon's just out of that. The demon's like, nah. no sir. I don't <laughs> like tubes. This is why Pantera were unsuccessful at scaring away any demons. <laughs> Those demons were that's totally fine. <laughs> so, they come out, and it's super smoky, and they're just silhouettes. Yeah, and they have all these trade show banners as if they're the the most evil <laughs> booth in the trade show. You know, yeah. like
1: like Ibanez guitars. Yeah,
0: it's, oh, we saw the magic bullet. What's this booth? Oh shit, <laughs> Satan! And every banner has like it'll be like a painting of like a pope with a goat head, or like a really scary looking nun, or whatever. <laughs> a Snake, some snakes, snake. <laughs> some snakes. But <laughs> it's dark. And so you can't see you know I mean we saw that they pulled up like those all those banners got loaded out so we saw that they were on there but then yeah. when the show started it was they're backlit and you can't see them like you just <laughs>
1: and then also because of the because of the Harry Potter movies they kind of look like the little house logos of each sure of each. well you
0: you said that they look like a Harry like their outfits look like a Harry Potter character yeah they look like dementors they look, I, I so, don't which get is, that so, again
1: like, kind of scary but kind of like oh if you're eleven it's kind of a scary. Demon idea, but when you're 38, it's like,
0: oh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be really hot. That was my like that. It's like this is you're playing for like an hour or five, but uh, so they started playing and it was dope and it was like it sounded exactly at like the record and it was like scary guys in robes and the lead singer is croaking and it was cool and you're like this is ridiculous and this is everything I want it to be because it's like they really did everything they could to bring you into the illusion that you just paid $25 to watch them try to, like, summon, summon Satan. Like, right? Like, we just happened to be in the ceremony that we <laughs> planned months in advance for and paid money to yeah, go see. two opening bands. <laughs> two opening <laughs> bands. Went to the merch stand of the cult, I guess, and bought some T-shirts. <laughs> bought t shirt with the cult's logo on it. <laughs> yeah, but... When you're watching, it, it's great. And then they would do this thing where between songs, the lead singer would go over to the altar, and he'd just start like really pantomiming, like doing some signs, <laughs> like doing some hand gestures. And then they would flash a light on the one of the banners, so it would just look kind of. It actually looked oh. kind of 3D, and just kind of. So it'd be like, he's doing all these hand gestures, and then boom. Goat Pope just shows up and you're like, oh shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> They're gonna play Goat Pope. I, I
1: don't know the record they were doing. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just kind of like ah, and then it would disappear and it'd be like, oh shit, that was scary. Like, and then like, it's uh, a little kind of ghost trainy, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then and then he would and then he would get up and they would play some more songs and they never talked. He no. never said a word between songs and there was just like weird noises or whatever. There was
1: no breaking character or anything. No, like that. They, at, they they were mayhem the entire time.
0: At one point, he picked up the skull, just sort of sang into the skill, kind of croaked into it, yep. like you know, um, as if it was a different, better microphone that he could, yeah. be, like uh, that he liked the sure the... SKLL is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's he a, likes the res. Solid mic.
1: You had the laugh, right? Oh, it, uh, there were moments when I was, I wasn't trying very hard not to laugh. That would that would be unfair. But it, no, I'm not sure everyone was laughing at the same time. There was never like a moment where their entire audience just just creased up. But there was definitely, it was
0: funny. I I, I couldn't not laugh. I, because I have this thing, and it may be me, that I have this giddy joy at extreme music. When there's bands, like when I listen to black metal or I listen to grindcore or whatever, and I or especially when I go to see that live and I see real people pulling it off and the whole pomp and circumstance around it. I love it, but I laugh at it also because I'm like, I acknowledge the absurdity of the thing that I'm witnessing. Everything about this is the height of absurdity. Yeah. It, absolutely. In a way that like was wonderful to behold. And then, you know, I, I didn't mention this on the Ever podcast, but it was something I think about. We got out and it had snowed. That's right. Yeah. It was, was the perfect
1: perfect evening.
0: <laughs> and I remember like we get a car and then like I purposefully kind of got out at your place and yeah. like so I could walk. And just be in, like my ears were ringing. And I had like a mayhem two album set that I had bought a t-shirt and it was fucking snow covered. And I was just like, this is the greatest. This is like, everything about this night is rad because that was ridiculous. That was one of the most ridiculous (laughs) shows that I've seen. And now I'm walking through, like they must've been so happy when they like walked out of the venue, um, (laughs) to get on the bus to go to Portland or whatever. They're like, "It snowed. (laughs) We summoned the snow.
1: I think they got out and threw snowballs at each other and giggled.
0: <laughs> they probably did. They made like, they went in and used their uh, Snoopy ice cream machine <laughs> to like make some like shaved ice. Like...
1: They really like snow.
0: Black metal gives you a feeling. Even if the feeling, a lot it's of times. Repulsion. Is repul- I don't know if it's re- well, I think, I think for
1: some people it will because it's, it's supposed to be, it's going to drive you away. But if you actually accept it or, or yeah. like it or in some way, we can just go kind of like. I mean, it's, it's not my my favorite genre, but it's definitely something there. Like that was definitely such a fun show. Yeah, uh, just the, the the not just the commitment, but the seeing seeing almost anything done really well is mm-hmm. is like oh well, really impressive. Like yeah. this, this is kind of if mayhem are the, I don't know, the best black metal band, but they're, they're unarguably kind of like they do it as well as it can be done.
0: The other thing that's crazy about black metal is uh, black metal doesn't mean it's There's... kind of
1: become meaningless. Like yeah. when you look at Invisible Oranges now. Um, and look at the releases, and it has it helpfully categorized, or tries to categorize stuff in terms of this is uh, death metal, this is thrash, this is folk, this is always yeah.
0: oh, this is dungeon synth. Look oh. out for my blackened dungeon synth album that I'm gonna put out. <laughs> I'm only sort of joking. I kind of want to put out that put I, out that.
1: I, Like imagine though, imagine if fucking. Dusty Hill was super into Dungeon Synth and then Old Tower got on a fucking advert and he was like, Oh, this is all over, all these fucking showing up in the fucking synthesizer based t shirts and like, <laughs> oh, settle the fuck down, what's the matter with you? Fine. Old Tower sold eight copies of a thing on Bandcamp. Is that yeah. is the end of the world now? <laughs> dungeon synth stays strong it, it will not stay like it, it's the same it's a strong uh, it is it may have peaked ruby at peak dungeon synth right now
0: i you could we can make the case that it dungeon synth might be the funniest genre of music <laughs> but where was i
1: they uh helpfully apply all these different la- uh labels to to um new bands that are coming up and the, but Black metal, because they'll apply more than one, they'll apply black or blackened or black metal to almost everything. Because they've, they've either used the synthesizer or they have a long intro or the blast beat drums or something. And it's kind, yeah. like you said, it's kind of become kind of meaningless.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think final thoughts.
1: Well, uh, in terms of answering the question, is it the funniest genre of music, we definitely shouldn't give a yes or no answer because we don't want to seal it off. We shouldn't give a yes answer because it would stop us from pursuing it. Is Thrash, the funniest genre of music, is New we... British Metal, the funniest genre of music, is your name here. The, uh, fucking Death Metal, oh Christ, because we, we, we don't even touch on Deicide and they're hilarious or t- terrifying. Obviously, we haven't touched on
0: Megadeth uh, uh, and they are...
1: I mean, we oh, c- just yeah. consistently. We kind enjoyed. of touched Joy. on because we did
0: do uh, we did do a, a podcast about is it. fresh the funniest. Yeah, we Shutter. did. And that, that was also inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so well, look, we can never decide on anything. I will say that um, I think it's definitely in the top three. I think it's funnier than thrash. I think there's a couple of bands that are really like elevating fresh to be the fun where it's like, man, this Megadeth is just like hilarious, unintentional really hilarious, yeah. like but with black metal it's like every band yeah there's very few black metal bands where you're like this one's not funny (laughs) (laughs) most of them you're like (laughs) most of you're like god are they in on the joke because there's definitely a joke here yeah and some of
1: them i think are definitely like think it's think it's really cool and funny what they're doing and also also like not like the same way that iron maiden are like they don't believe that they're going to fucking fight Satan or fly in World War
0: II, but they think it's cool to sing about it because it's, it's. Are good. you. But are you. What What if Iron Maiden has a, a DeLorean that could go back in time <laughs> and that Bruce Dickinson just goes and just fights and uh, engages with the British? What round? I'm saying is, and
1: no disrespect to all of our fighting forces, World War II is over pretty fucking soon if Bruce Dickinson gets involved. <laughs> like world war ii 1939 to 1939 bruce dickinson's involved <laughs> wow wow, you are america doesn't even get a sniff it's fine it's, it's, it's here
0: What wow. you're gonna need to show your work on that i think we should put a pin in that one though and that should be a featured segment for another time how bruce dickinson would solve all of any engagement that he's in i think
1: we need to deploy him right now to trouble spots <laughs> washington dc okay bruce you heard
0: it answer the red phone let's get this going yeah. Um. But we need to answer our own red phone, and that's the red phone of ad revenue. And the way we answer it is by reading ads. Let's do this.
1: You try to keep it together. You try to be nice. But sometimes people will push you too far. That clerk gives you subpar surfers at the sandwich shop. The aggressive signature collector pushing their racist agenda. Guys who won't shut up about jam bands. It can get too much. Rightly, there are laws in place to stop you from physically attacking these people. But even more rightly, there's no law against deploying ancient Scandinavian curses. That's why you have to sign up for Abba Cadabra. It's the curse delivery system that no one will see coming. Each month, you're sent a selection of curses based on the popular songs by Sweden's greatest band, not counting Entombed and At The Gates. Simply maintain visual contact with your prey and mutter the song title and it's on. Let's take a look at some of the ones that were sent out last week. Take a chance on me. Causes the victim to become a reckless gambler resulting in the loss of their home and family. Dancing queen. Your quarry literally becomes a slave to the rhythm. Please use responsibly. The name of the game. Target can only express themselves using the names of popular board games. Their life changes and they appear to take on a focused interest in operations and mouse traps. Abacadabra. Take a chance on this.
0: Back. <laughs> we are back. Oh man. You know, if I got hit with that, I'd send up an SOS. Very good. <laughs> in case my heart is turned to stone or whatever. I'm doing pretty good <laughs> well, at this. I think
1: everybody gonna... has a copy of uh gold injected into their bloodstream at the age of like sixteen, I think. No. No, it didn't happen here. There was couldn't get away from it when I was growing no, up. No, I was
0: uh aggressively not the one. <laughs>
1: I... No, no, I'm not saying I was like seeking it out. It was it would follow you.
0: I feel like um over here, like what? smash Mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, instead of doing what's the funny genre, at some point we need to have a battle of what's the worst band. And I know every the easy answer is Nickelback. Because yeah, uh, uh, no, so
1: fuck good. that. Like that's that's too obvious to the point where Nickelback and even Five Finger Death Punch seem to be bands that get shit on by everybody who don't think about it. And that's fine. But let's just let's just apply ourselves a little bit. Is it really Nickelback? Maybe it is, but maybe, maybe it's fucking Smash Mouth. It might be
0: Smash Mouth. Yeah, we should really think about doing a, a worst, get it's the worst one. We won't actually get the worst band, but no, we think about No, because that's like...
1: ever-evolving, and it is uh, <laughs> obviously subjective, and, uh, and even my, my worst band changes from day to day, I think. Yeah. Depending on what KXP but, you're making me listen to,
0: we should uh, do recommendations. You should go first so I can think of something to recommend. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, God. What's, what's even what's even been happening this week? I've been uh, obviously watching Kimi Schmidt. That's been really good. You really, already like, recommended that. So you can't re recommend really, that. Like, <laughs> that's, I recommend the second and first seasons of Kimmy. Um, um I saw the new Amy Schumer movie. It's pretty good. And I would strongly recommend it. Word? It's. It, it's uh, you know, it was nice and short because sometimes, the, sometimes a comedy movie is too fucking long. Like That's the Judd Apatow thing, and it is Judd Apatow that was involved with this one. I think he, I think okay. he wrote it or it was somewhere. I remember seeing his name and having this feeling of dread and being like, "Oh no!" It's, it's it was actually it's actually really well done and and um, funny and not too long. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with that. It's uh, snatched. It's the the new Amy Schumer movie. I would. I did think. you see
0: uh, Did you see Alien Covenant? Not yet. No. Um, okay.
1: Uh, uh, Laurie and I need to watch. Uh, rewatch Aliens before we, before we go. No, you should
0: watch, that. you need to watch Prometheus if you don't watch I, Prometheus. I don't want to watch Prometheus. It's Is kind it required? Of a, it's kind of a direct sequel to Prometheus. Oh, fuck. Watching Prometheus will properly set your expectations for Alien Covenant. Okay. We'll talk about it more. Yeah, we'll get into it. that. Or if you don't end up watching it. Um, here's what I'm going to recommend. The Leftovers, man. People should watch The Leftovers. By the time this, I'm trying to think of when this will drop.
1: This will be probably two weeks from today, or two it'll weeks, be two weeks over by then. Yeah,
0: the last episode ever will have already will have aired.
1: So I've, I've been watching some of the first season because um, I'm way behind, and I, I, it's very enjoyable and very strange.
0: So by the time this is over, I will know if my recommendation is moot because they haven't <laughs> stuck the landing. But the that first seems to season a problem with a lot of shows is like, uh, it's killing it. It's so fucking good. So if you like the first season, if I you're do, watching yeah. it. Second I'm, I'm watching better. it, but
1: my wife isn't crazy into it, so
0: it's it's yeah. it's difficult. Also,
1: there's so much other good fucking TV yeah. right now.
0: The second but, season's better. First third season is fucking amazing so okay. far. So, uh, that's... Uh, watch a comedy with, that got... Goldie Hawn out of Goldie retirement?
1: Goldie and, uh, and Amy Schumer. And um, the guy from the Mindy Project who worked on The Office, the really tall fella, uh, he's got, like, gap teeth, and he's very, very funny.
0: You're not talking about – it's not the guy from How Did This Get Made? No.
1: No, he's not. That's the it. only gap
0: tooth guy I can think of. No, it,
1: know, it's, it's not. It's not Flea. It's the <laughs> – <laughs> Flea is not – well, maybe what Paul, Paul Shearer and Flea are the same guy. I know what to say. <laughs> Like, uh, how did Back to the Future get three made? Oh, well, you can fucking tell us because you were in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Tell us exactly how it got made. All right. I'm
0: going to wrap it up. I think there's, uh, there's a little left should, to say. We should, uh, <laughs> yes, we should wrap it up. Peace.